Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kent's Five in San Antonio, your home uh, for the San Antonio Spurs right there on your television. And uh, yeah, welcome back. Hey, look, the Spurs will be looking to get back on track tonight against the Mavericks. And uh, maybe we'll touch about that a little later on in the podcast. But we're going to be having a game of buy and sell with uh, San Antonio Sports Stars' very own host of the Blitz, Jason Mendix. Jason, welcome to Lockdown Spurs. Uh, it's pretty much the San Antonio Sports uh, Stars takeover here. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I appreciate the invite, Jeff. I know uh, Pledge and Jimenez, I think Brandon Medina, a lot of our guys spend a lot of time with you on this. So it's uh, interesting to finally get my crack at this. Hey, I appreciate your time. We'll be next going to the county department and then probably uh, to the sales department uh, sometime. Yeah, I'm I'm telling you, uh, Brenda in accounting uh, (laughs) will be colorful. Um, In the sales department, I think anybody but Arnie and you'll have a good show. Awesome. Hey, before we dive into our game of buy and sell here, um, I don't know if you remember the first time we met, Jason. Do you do you remember? This is back in the early 2000s. You know... Jeff, I, I remember I saw you across the room, and I thought, I, I have no idea, man. The first time we met? No. I still remember it vividly. Um, it was at my former oh. home before I uh, moved to uh, Kins 5. Remember uh-huh. uh, that Spurs roundtable? Yeah. You, 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 you were, that was the end of the zone. Uh, it was uh, ESPN uh-huh. The Zone. You were wearing, I don't know if you still have it, that Spurs uh, baseball jersey that was just decorated with a bunch of patches on it. Yes, yes, you I still own that. Do still, yeah, I, I still, I, I still have a lot of the old uh, original OG zone gear that we had made. We actually had a listener that made jerseys, and so we had a big old uh, ESPN zone logo on the back, and then a Spurs logo and a Cowboys logo and. I think yep. there's a Texans logo yep. all, all over it. Uh, had a white one, a black one, and a red yep. one. Uh, and, you know, when I was fat back then, you know, I mean, not that I'm skinny now, but, but you know, those those were all uh, uh, double and or triple extra large. Uh, that's when I was pushing 300. And uh, so I still have them. They're in the closet, but right. I can't really wear them anymore. But if I ever go camping, you know, and I need a tent, uh, oh, I borrow man. those old jerseys and, and use them for that. Yeah, that's funny. You, so, so back in those old uh, roundtable days. Yeah, you actually cut a promo for me. That I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were you were still on that the the I guess the roundtable stage, and I remember recording it. But yeah, uh, so I've known Jason for quite some time. Worked with him loosely for a little bit at the uh, back then. It was called ESPN San Antonio. We actually did a remote. You remember that from St. Anthony's? Absolutely, with uh, Hector yeah. Ledesma's old Hector show. Ledesma. And we're still yep. ESPN. That's the funny thing. While we, you know, kind of like, you know, all the different name changes and branding mm-hmm. and stuff that you go through. We were the zone, and right. then it was ESPN San Antonio, and now it's San Antonio Sports, Sports Star, Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. But we're still ESPN San Antonio for sure. Absolutely. Make sure to follow uh, Jason on Twitter at Jason Minix. Do it right now. Let's go ahead and dive right into this and get this show on the road. So, you know, the Spurs season has begun and at least Vegas ahead of the start of the season said that the Spurs are going to loosely get about 28, uh, what was that, 28, 29 wins. Buy or sell, the Spurs will go over the Vegas win projection. 
Well, my win projection was between three and thirty-five, <clears throat> so I would I would take the over on that. Um, I think the last week is going to be very similar to what we see throughout the majority of the season. You know, you'll play some really good games, and then you're going to have a dog. What the yeah. what the Spurs can't afford to do is what happened against the Pacers or even the Mavericks last week. You know, you only have so many winnable games on your schedule this year if you're the Spurs. And so you can't lose what I think is a winnable game. And the Pacers was a winnable game, and they got blown out, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, and so that takes away from the win you got against the Bucks in Milwaukee because that's a game you, you know, you had no business winning. So, you know, I think to get to the – over according to Vegas you've got to get some wins you weren't expected to win but you can't afford to have too many losses in games you should win yeah uh, I guess uh, the, then pretty much pop is going to get that record all-time winning this coach this year I mean I, I don't see why not yeah, pro- yeah. yeah, yeah Fe- February March I mean he came in needing 26 wins and you know they're, they're better than, I mean they're not much better than that you know but I do think He'll end up with that record this year, but it won't be January, probably won't be February. If it is February, mm-hmm. it's because of a really good run, and it's going to be late after the rodeo mm-hmm. road trip. Yeah, the good news is that the Spurs schedule lightens up after uh, tonight's game against Dallas, but then don't, don't they have like practically two rodeo road trips? I mean, that's basically what it is, like some long, yeah, something like that. It, it, it feels that way. I mean, they yeah. won't both be called rodeo road trips, but, you know, they, it, it's interesting when you look at coming off of COVID and all the different building available dates that, you know, every, everywhere they're playing, you know, you know, those, all these arenas, just a bunch of concerts and some shared buildings with NHL teams and, and whatnot. And everybody's trying to get their dates in. You know, I'm a big music guy. I love going to concerts. Yes, I do. And yep. I, I, I saved a lot of money during COVID not going to concerts, right? Because, <laughs> well, there weren't any. But now everybody is on tour. Everybody yes, is somewhere. And so I think, I think you've seen some real interesting schedules with the NBA and the NHL this year because, you know, they're – they're trying to get all the games in, but all these concert tours that are coming through as well. Um, yeah. You know, it's interesting to see how building priority works, but there are some weird road trips this year for San Antonio. Yeah, the Spurs, this young Spurs squad will definitely be tested uh, throughout the entire season. Speaking of the uh, young Spurs, they are in a rebuild this season and maybe longer, but Jason, buy or sell, the Spurs are in a two to three year rebuild, less, more? I think that's that's probably about right. If and and, and let me let me uh, I, I say that with what they have on the current roster, if they don't make a lot of trades to acquire talent, say Ben Simmons, and give up a bunch of draft picks to get somebody, say Ben Simmons, then I do think <laughs> that it, it's a two or three year process, which is one of the reasons why I'm against adding in a Ben Simmons. Um, it, it doesn't make Spurs a championship caliber team while he is currently under contract for the next four years. So I don't see the point of trying to do that if you've got to give up your draft capital to be able to go acquire him because the way the yeah. Spurs are going to get better is you take the young talent that they have, and I do like a lot of these young pieces, see how they develop this year, 
Are they somebody that you're going to be able to to build around moving forward, or you're going to find out if they're going to be worth moving forward? Uh, because we're learning a lot about them this year, which is why I think the interest level in this first team is greater now than it has been at any point since Tim Duncan retired, because there is no DeMar DeRozan, there is no LaMarcus Aldridge, there is no Patty Mills or Rudy Gay to take minutes from these young guys. They're going to have to develop on the fly. Pop has to let them make mistakes and keep them on the floor because that veteran guy isn't going to come in and take their minutes or their growth potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I think they're in about a two to three year rebuild. Uh, but Jason, you know, the Spurs, at least in the offseason, a little bit when the season started, were heavily um, rumored as far as chasing a Ben Simmons and making a deal for Lori Marketing, this and that. And here we are. Season's begun. Buy or sell the Spurs will make a major move to net an all-star this season or perhaps in the offseason. This episode of Locked On Spurs is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can come to reconnect, a place where classmates can meet up for a study group knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and an endless supply of French fries and McFlurries. Win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors, the home team, or the away team can come to recharge. It's a place where you can always look forward to stopping at on a long road trip to rest your legs and refuel. I remember going to McDonald's, for those who are in San Antonio, back in Southwest Military Drive. We used to have that big playground in the front facing the uh well the street miss that place i still go there uh when i get a craving for some mcdonald's hey look stopping at mcdonald's after a big sporting event yeah that's the way to go you got wi-fi get your work done birthday parties the list goes on and on so head to your mcdonald's and refuel and reconnect and did somebody say lockdown spurs watch party hey i'm loving that Uh, I'm going to sell on that. Um, you know, I, I just look at, at the the idea of unless that all-star comes with some picks, you know, let's say DeJounte, who's been playing incredible. A team really wants DeJounte, and they call for Bob and RC can get more than maybe what DeJounte would have gotten if they picked up the phone and said, hey, you guys want to work something out for DeJounte. So I think it depends on – and I don't know that, that DeJounte is really on the trade block, although I think right. everybody is available, not named Keldon Johnson, right? So I, when I, and I say that, I look at, you know, the three-year window to kind of rebuild. You know, Spurs fans are going through what every other franchise has been through. What we had for 20 years with Tim, Tony, and Manu is so un-NBA-like that I, I don't see a need – for the Spurs to rush to try to be competitive now to be a second round playoff team to to do what Portland has been doing forever, right? I you know the the cycle of the Golden States, Phoenix, Utah, all those their window's gonna be open for a couple three years. So when those windows close on those other franchises, are the Spurs in position to open their window and be right back up at the top of the Western Conference? I don't mm-hmm. see the Spurs team just trying to be a, a, a five, six, seven seed. I, I, I see them, you know, wanting to be one of the tops in the Western Conference, and you don't get there by skipping steps. They've got to go through this process. And, you know, and I say that knowing full well, the next time the Spurs window is open, mm-hmm. my guess is the great Popovich won't be the head coach at that point. Right. 
Yeah, you know, we were talking about transition in the franchise. I think, uh, you know, to me, that's you know, they're going to be huge whenever he does decide to hang it up. I mean, who do uh, they go I mean, to? Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe he coaches till he's eighty-five. Who knows? <laughs> at I, the I rate mean, he's going, but yeah, but but I do look at it as you know, as is this team needs to be, and I think Greg Popovich would want this. He has never said this that I'm aware of. I'm not trying to put words in his mouth, but. I think Greg Popovich is trying to set this franchise up so that when he does retire, whether he retires from coaching and is involved from a, a, a front office level or some sort of consulting level or, or whatever the case may be, I think he's trying to set this franchise up, this roster up, to where it's a smooth transition to where the next coach can be successful and not take over a dumpster fire. He is Jason Minix. Follow him on Twitter at Jason Minix. Do it right now. He's the host of the Blitz weekdays, 4 to 7 p.m. on San Antonio Sports Star ESPN AM 1250. Let's continue our little game of buy and sell here with Jason Minix. And, uh, you, you know, you, you kind of hinted about it. You spoke, spoke about it right now. But buy or sell, the best way for the Spurs to speed up the rebuild is by tanking to get at least into the top 10 draft spots. Well, see, and, and there's the thing, tanking. Yeah, I mean, they need to get in the lottery, and yeah. and you do, and you, you know, you say top ten, top five. Um, you know, they need a high draft pick. I don't know that this group is going to tank. I just don't know if this group with no all stars is good enough to win enough games to keep you out of the lottery. Now, mm-hmm. we see, we've seen already this year, and it's only been a handful of games, so a very small sample size. Guys frustrated after losses, felt mm-hmm. like they should have won some of those games. You know, but they just showed they haven't learned how to win yet. They haven't learned how to get those kind of games. I mean, you know, the win at Milwaukee is a step, but also you could look at the loss to Milwaukee at home, the loss to the Lakers at home, the way they played against the Mavericks in Dallas. I mean, those were all some games that they probably could have, maybe should have won, but they didn't. They haven't figured that out yet. And mm-hmm. and I do think we'll see closing lineups and go, why is that guy out on the floor? And then you <laughs> yeah. realize, well, maybe Pop isn't trying to win this game, right? Right. Well, you know, back in their, what, the, the mid-90s, they did it. They got themselves a guy named Tim Duncan. I mean, I'm pretty sure Robinson could have played. Dude, and I I, I mean, that, that season where they go 20 and 62. Yeah. And, you know, I remember, you know, back in the Alamo Dome when the media used to sit, you know, right down there courtside, all the media did at those tables and, you know, pop fires, Bob Hill and takes over and you, you're trying to figure out what is going on with this franchise. And I had just started covering the team uh, mm-hmm. the year before, um, you know, 94 is when I uh, really started covering them on, on a semi-regular basis. But that, that, that David Robinson back injury year, you know, I sat through a lot of bad basketball games and, and it right. worked out. They ended up with Timmy and, you know, the rest is, the rest is history, and there's nothing wrong with that. What you don't want to be is middle of the pack. You're never drafting high enough to get a difference maker, although the Spurs have proven you can find them. I mean, you got Keldon Johnson at 29, which would be a great pick, except you you also took Luca at 19, and he's <laughs> already gone from this organization. So right. uh, you realize – you, you realize even with a team that's known for drafting well, like the Spurs, you know, you get that deep in the draft and, you know, it kind of is a crapshoot. I think there's a lot of teams out there really regretting passing on Keldon Johnson. And, and you even go back a few years, 
you know, say Kawhi was taken at 15 by right. the Pacers and traded to San Antonio. How did that guy mm-hmm. go to 15? Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's you know, you get out of, out really outside of the top five or seven, and you, you, it's kind of a you, you hope you hope you did your research and the guy develops right. You know, it's kind of like Josh Primo this year. Not a mm-hmm. lot of us, including myself, knew much about this kid. Didn't like him where the Spurs took him, but as we've learned about him, now I'm excited about the pick. And you trust the front office. Yeah, you you definitely look at the uh, Spurs draft history, and they got the uh, proof to show it that they know what they're doing for the most part. Uh, little whiffs here and there, Lucas Omnich, as you mentioned. But you know, to me, that just the draft just seems the viable path for the Spurs to get back on track. You you mentioned Kawhi. You know, they got aggressive. They moved up. They traded George Hill. If I recall correctly, it wasn't Pop where R.C. Buford nearly in tears when he announced that they had traded George Hill. Uh, well, but it and, takes yeah, that type of, of aggression. And, and George Hill was Pop's favorite player. At least that's yeah. what he used to say. And, you know, talking to George, I mean, he was surprised, but he understands the, the business side of it. And that's one thing about Pop that, you know, like other organizations might be guilty of it. Pop is and almost Belichick-like that, you know, what's best for the organization. You take emotion out of it and you make those kind of decisions. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure that it killed Pop to see Tony Parker go finish his career in another uniform. But they had to make a business decision, and Tony Parker had to make the decision that he still wanted to play. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so it it worked out that way. Um, Although I don't think many remember Parker in another uniform. And we certainly (laughs) won't in 10 years. And and that's how the NFL goes. Remember, Emmitt Smith wore a Cardinal uniform there for a brief minute. Absolutely. I, I just, I forgot about that too. Do you remind me right now? Yeah, he did wear a Cardinals Jersey. Um, final, (laughs) (laughs) final, uh, buy sell right here on this lockdown episode with Jason Minix, follow me on Twitter at Jason Minix. So the Spurs, they released their new city edition jerseys. Are you buying or are you selling them? Maybe literally, are you buying them to sell them, you know, flip them or you buy, uh, you know, I mean, Celebrate the freedom of choice with Built Bar. Did you know you can choose from many delicious flavors at Built Bar? Well, you can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, strawberry. The list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Built Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, they have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. Go to Built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's Built.com, 15% off once again at Built.com. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back in the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline, your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. Open now at BetOnline. Head to the website, BetOnline.ag. Or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 100% welcome bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. 
and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code Locked On. You know, anybody that knows me knows that I am a fashion icon. I mean, of from my shoes to, you know, what shade of blue polo I might be wearing on any given day. Um, I, 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 it's funny. I, I, I really liked last year's edition. Yes. This year's edition kind of reminds me of a Will Ferrell movie a little bit. Um, I don't think they're bad. They're not awful. I didn't think they were ugly. And, oh, my God, what, what the hell right, are right. they thinking? I didn't have that kind of reaction. But I didn't say, well, where do I buy one of those? Right. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see what does the fan gear look like, like the polo shirt. You know, see, like last year, the black coaches shirts that they wore that pop was wearing and the staff was wearing with the san antonio Mm -hmm. i wanted a polo like that never found the polo but i did get a half zip with that logo on it i'm more curious to see what the what the fan gear is going to look like with uh with with the uh this Mm -hmm. year city edition but to me it does it does look like um like a bit of uh the uh what were they the flint tropics and or arizona ic can yeah yeah, yeah. Somebody told me that it looks like TCBY threw up on them. The jerseys, the yogurt oh. company. See, so they, I don't think they're. I don't think they're that bad. I mean, it, it's. Uh, um, I, I appreciate some of the uniform design. You know that diamond on mm-hmm. the shorts, and there are some things about them that I like. But I thought last year's were so good mm-hmm. that this year's were well. A, a little bit of a letdown, not much, yeah. but a little bit. Like if they would have done these last year, we would have all thought they were awesome. And then mm-hmm. this year, if they come out with a black one, holy cow, man, they hit it out of the park. Wow. Right, yeah, right, right. I, I just think kind of, kind of like Keldon and Luca, uh, right combination, wrong years. Yeah. You know, for, for me, what just irks me is that I would love to see them just bring back the ABA black Spurs jerseys. I mean, just right there. We saw Kevin Durant wear one in a uh, NBA yeah. 75th anniversary commercial. Uh, to me, that is a retro. I get the 90s. They look they're They're festive and then they you know, represent the uh, city and the culture. I get all that. But Jason, is it wrong of me just ask for maybe a break from the Fiesta colors for one year and bring back the ABA colors? Well, Jeff, man, you're you're sounding like an old man. Get off my lawn. Um, here's what here's what's funny about this, and I am stealing this straight from Rob Thompson, uh, because Rob said this first, and and I will give him full credit. Those Fiesta jerseys, we didn't win anything in those. I mean, they weren't really good, and we kind of made fun of them when they were when they were wearing yes. it with the pink, and the pink on the floor and and, and all that kind of stuff, you know. You know, Jim Rome calling David Robinson the, uh, what was it, Little Mermaid and, you know, uh, the Shaq stuff. I mean, yeah. that was not a good time for San Antonio. It's weird that we are celebrating that, but I do like the look. I like on occasion. I, I don't know that I'd want that on a regular, but I do like them on, on occasion. That's for sure. And the old I school, don't... you're right, man. The girl yeah. that Durant was wearing for that fifth team, uh, those were awesome. Those, yeah. those were awesome. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did the I know the Fiesta colors were really dominant in the Alamo Dome days, but did they start in the Hemisphere towards the end of that era? I recall the the court looking a little bright, bluish. I I maybe I I got to admit I I moved to San Antonio in 1993 okay. as the Hemisphere was going away and they were moving into the Alamo Dome. 
Um, I remember as a kid, you know, because I grew up in Copper's Cove, Texas, which is about two and a half hours from San Antonio near Fort Hood. My dad was military. We came down to some games, and I, I've been a Spurs fan for a long time, but I think I only went to two or three games as a kid at Hemisphere, so mm-hmm. I, I don't really – I, I don't really remember. Now I got to go Google image um, and, and see, but it, it might've started there, but I remember a big time in the dome. And of course, oh, yeah. you know, the all-star game that they had uh, there in the dome when Brent Berry won the slam dunk contest mm-hmm. and all the gear that went along with that. Sure. But that was Alamo dome days. I, I, I remember my, my vivid memory from hemisphere was uh, sitting in the front row because I mean, tickets for front row seats were just dirt cheap back in the day. And the game, it was a game against the Lakers and the, I don't remember who won, the Spurs or Lakers, I don't remember. But I re- remember sitting across from the Lakers bench. Uh, game's over. My father points to the ground and says, you might want to go pick that up. And I still have them today. Pat Riley used to have a big, thick blue notepad, like you know, those peel away papers that you just, kind of just write yeah, up yeah. and peel away. Yeah, he, he, would, he crumpled them up and put them under his seat. My dad says, go grab them. I grabbed them. We still have them. His old plate. Wow, his old that's diagrams. pretty awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, but I do remember the Hemisphere days. Uh, I miss them a lot. But, uh, yeah, Spurs are in a new era. They're hoping to get back on track. It's going to be a while. Jason, you're, you're, you're used to these rebuilds. You've seen a few of these before, right? The Cowboys, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and again, I, I do think, though, that this year, the beginning of the rebuild, the interest level in watching these guys. So, mm-hmm. you know, we could talk about, you know, the baby steps, the incremental growth. And that's what we want to see. Mistakes they're making now. You know, it's November. Are they making the same mistake in January, in March? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm not looking for huge leaps. I'm looking for the steps of seeing them go from, you know, 30, 35 wins this year. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're a 500 or a little bit above 500 next year type of type of team. That's what we want to see. Yeah. He is Jason Minix, host of the Blitz weekdays, 4 to 7 p.m. on San Antonio Sports Stars, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. And pretty much worldwide now. Look at you on YouTube, on, on <laughs> Facebook. And is, is the Twitch coming? Dude, relax. What? Uh, <laughs> when- when Pledge gets that set up, I suppose so. Don't ask me how to use it, though. <laughs> you just show up and do your thing, right? You let Pledge handle all that. Pretty much. Pretty, Pretty much. much. We want to thank Jason for his, taking time out of his busy schedule to hop on Lockdown Spurs. Pretty much the uh, SA Sports Star takeover of Lockdown Spurs. But, no, I, I appreciate you, all the guys that take time uh, to help me. Uh, make lockdown spurs as good as as best as it can be. Jason, I appreciate your time and you take care. Thanks, Jeff. We'll talk to you soon. No problem. So for Jason Minix, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.